0: the lodge where old and new friends gather for discussion and camaraderie where the serious and trivial are debated with equal intensity so pull up a chair to the fire and welcome to the southern lodge hey everybody it's episode 22 of the southern lodge podcast Today you're going to have myself and we're bringing in two guests because Aaron is having internet troubles and apparently I was too for a little bit because we were starting our second recording of this show but and Danny's not going to be here tonight because he's in Nashville doing some work training but I'm not sure what training can be going on when you're sending me pictures from bars, but anyway, tonight we're bringing back Hallett, who was on last episode. Want to say hello, Hallett?
1: What's going on, everyone? Glad to be back for a second episode.
0: Hey, sounds a little louder this time, doesn't he? I like it. All right, we've got uh, Aaron's brother Abe. He's going to be joining us. Uh, say hello, Abe.
2: Hey, everybody! Uh, definitely happy to be. A visitor at the Lodge this time. Looking forward to talking some SEC football.
0: And look at this. Aaron is trying to join us. Let's see what he sounds like. You there, Aaron? Oh, no. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yep, that's that Loosedale Internet access right there.
3: All right.
0: Let's see how long we keep him.
3: Had to take Tristan's computer.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So we're pretty much 40 minutes into our hour that we have with Aaron tonight. So we're going to get these picks out of the way so he doesn't miss them. And so Abe and me and Hallett can talk about some stuff if Aaron has to leave. So uh, I mentioned to Abram and Hallett what was going on last week. Do you have it figured out where we're at after last week's picks, Aaron? Yes, I do. Okay.
3: We have uh, Danny. Danny is in the lead with negative seven. Uh-huh. You have negative 11. I have negative nine.
0: Okay, so Danny is two ahead of you. He is. Okay, well... No, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but because I thought you weren't going to be on the show, I had you send me your picks, and Danny sent me his as well because he's obviously not on. And I hate to say it, Aaron, but you're not going to pick up any any games on Danny this week.
3: We picked exactly the same.
0: Exactly the same. Well, he didn't send me the LSU-Arkansas game. He must have missed it. But I'm going to assume he was going to pick LSU to win.
3: Yeah. Okay. I see a few in here that could go the other way.
0: Well, sometimes then you might have to start getting a little uh, a little ballsy.
3: <clears throat>
0: How did Hallett do last week?
1: I think I missed like two picks. Uh, I'm I, I, pick, I, I, I think I know I picked Kentucky to win which didn't happen. And then I i think we all picked Florida to beat Missouri, but you know how that went.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that yeah was... no, that's right.
3: Uh, uh, I don't remember. I don't think Danny took my side bet, but uh, I said that St- LaTeX under 21 so 20 or less <laughs> we, we, we held t- them t- a 3 t-
1: I texted him about that and I was like you better hope LaTeX scores 21 <laughs> points
0: <laughs> what was the side bet oh
3: it was just for uh, an adult beverage adult
0: beverage that's right
3: also it,
0: I, uh, I- State covered the spread too didn't they
3: I believe so um. 42 points I don't think it was quite forty-two points.
0: Well, Danny had told me he took because uh, we do our parlays for the college games, and he took he took State and Tennessee with the over, and obviously one of those didn't happen. Uh, I don't think State did either, or did they? I don't. I don't remember. The over/under was like forty-three or forty-eight for y'all. I think
1: it was forty-five to three. was the final.
0: Mm, right at it. Uh, Tennessee definitely did not reach the over at 21 points. So
1: hey, How did y'all only score 14 against Charlotte?
0: We suck, Hallett.
1: Uh, y'all, beat, y'all beat Auburn, so I don't know beat how that Auburn. <laughs> uh,
0: I, di- I In my parlay this time, I took Kentucky minus six. It would be the first time Kentucky has beat Tennessee in Tennessee since 1984. But records were meant to be broken. So, all right, Aaron did you did you actually write down what Hallett said last week or or not?
3: Yes, yeah, his, his picks. Yeah, how do he do? Uh, what he said is right, except uh, the the Florida game is a scratch because we all picked it wrong. Right. So, does he is he going to jump in the picks where we're at?
0: No, no. It, well, him and Abe can compete against each other this week, but, yeah, nobody can jump in on the, the full season one just because, you know, that was made between us. But Abe and Hallett could have bragging rights amongst each other as the best guest picker, I guess. Sounds, Sounds good to me. me.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: All
3: right. How, so. does, how does how does one spell Hallet? Uh,
1: One spells Hallett. How would you spell it? I just want to hear you spell it real quick. <laughs> See if we can get it right.
3: H A L L E T T. Uh one
1: T. He almost got it
3: right. One T. Oh, okay. One T. Yeah.
0: One t. Okay, so now I know y'all can't see each other on Clean Feed because Hallett's name is, is spelled out on my screen right now. So Okay. Unless Aaron's gonna change some picks. Let's go ahead and get this started. Uh, We'll go off my screen. The first game I have is South Carolina at Florida. 11 o'clock kickoff in the swamp. Abe, start us off.
2: All right. Uh, For this one, I am definitely going to take USC here. Um, I think uh, the Florida offense is going to be inconsistent. It seems like they're having a little bit of a uh, quarterback controversy over there. Um, so I think that's definitely going to eat away at them, and USC is going to take it. So South Carolina,
0: Hallett.
1: Oof, I don't know. I wanna, I wanna pick South Carolina two weeks in a row. I got them right last week, but I don't know. I think, I think Florida bounces back. I think they find a way to win this week. I'm not too familiar with both these teams, but I still think Florida at home. I think they're going to get the dub.
0: All right, Aaron. Did I lose Aaron? Did I not see any? No, okay. I'm not seeing it. No. Okay.
3: I'm still here. I'm still here. Uh, well, you know what, Mike, if if we had a reality check right here, it would be <laughs> that Florida is not where I thought they would be. Well, I, no,
0: no, ago. no, 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 no. If you're going to do it, you got to do the whole thing.
3: Well, you know, Mike, uh, perception is reality, and this is my perception. <laughs> Thank you. Real, the reality is, two games in a row. One of which we could have gave them, but uh, losing to Mizzou was definitely a, a letdown game. And so, all that smack I was talking two weeks ago about Dan being an outstanding leader and this team is behind him, that has not come to pass. Uh, I'm going to stick behind my pick here and 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 stay with Florida. They got a, a six point lead. It's in. Uh, I, I still don't think South Carolina's a great team. I think I think Florida's got enough firepower to win that game.
0: Okay. I'm going to hit y'all with a little knowledge that nobody brought up. But did y'all know that one of Florida's quarterbacks was hurt in a non-football related injury now he was like third-string quarterback. But there's also reports coming out about Felipe Franks, and he ain't being liked by the rest of the team. I'm hearing some locker room disturbances. So I'm going to go with Abe and pick South Carolina. They're playing good. Who did they play last week? They 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 beat Ole Miss, Miss, right? Yeah. Or Ole Miss beat one of the they they put up offense against Ole Miss and Ole Miss doesn't have a defense but uh, there's some turmoil going on some finger pointing I think I think Florida's dealing with some distractions right now I'm gonna go with USC to upset Florida that's a good pick Mike the real USC who was founded before that school in South uh, California so (laughs) hate that school. Yeah. The next game I have is Vanderbilt at Missouri, 11 o'clock kickoff. Hallett.
1: Well, um, I definitely picked against Missouri last week and they somehow beat Florida, but I just can't ever see myself picking Vanderbilt to win a game.
0: Until they play Tennessee.
1: Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. But I don't know. I mean, Missouri does have a good quarterback. I mean, He's probably not on the greatest team that he, he could have, but I still think Mizzou, since it's a home game, will be able to pull out the victory against Vanderbilt.
0: All right. I am going to go with Missouri as well. Uh, I had a whole bunch of stats I could have thrown at y'all. I, I'd seen something. And basically, Drew Locke, the quarterback from Missouri, was putting up Heisman-type numbers out of conference. And then once he got into the SEC, I think he was completing less than 50% of his passes, maybe only throwing for like one, 150 a game. He had more interceptions than touchdowns. And then the Florida game happened, so I guess you don't know. But Vanderbilt's a tough team, but I think Missouri may have figured something out against Florida, so I'm going to go with Missouri. And I didn't say it last time, but Danny took Florida. He is taking Missouri this game. Aaron or Abe?
2: Uh, I'll go ahead and, and jump in, Mike. Yeah, I'm not going to go against the grain on this one. Uh, I think Missouri gets it done uh, at home against Vanderbilt.
0: There's a. Uh, I'm just checking this out. There's a robust um, spread for Vanderbilt, Missouri. Do you think Missouri covers sixteen and a half?
2: That is. Mm-hmm.
1: It's I don't think they're going to cover. That's a high number. And they're both kind of similar in c play C-play. They're both 1-4. and four, But, I mean, Missouri, they're not terrible, but I still don't think they're going to cover against Vanderbilt. I think it would be like a 10-point game.
0: Well, Missouri's average margin of victory is only uh, like 7 points, so... We'll see. Aaron?
3: Yeah, between the line and the over-under on this game, one of those things, one of these things shall not come to pass, Michael. <laughs> I'm going to take Missouri, though.
0: All right. Obviously, Aaron ain't trying to steal a game from Danny or try to get back up on him. Next game I have is Ole Miss A M. in a or College Station, I picked Ole Miss. Uh, they put up a lot of numbers against South Carolina. AM has got a good run defense. If Nick Fitzgerald can throw for 241 yards against them, though, I kind of think maybe a or Ole Miss's quarterback could throw for four or five hundred. No knock on Fitzgerald, easy now. but easy. So I'm gonna. I I know Ole Miss probably can't stop A and M, but they may be able to score more points than them. So I'm going Ole Miss. Danny went A and M. One of y'all take it.
1: I'll go ahead. Um, I'm probably gonna go with A and M on this on this one. They played Auburn really good. Auburn had to come back from a ten-point game to beat them, and they honestly—they actually really have a, g- a good running back in uh, Travion Williams. And they ran the ball so well against them, and I think, I think that's con- that's going to continue. And it's—I mean, I guess I'm being a, the Homer fan, like going to—it's a home game, and. I just think a will pull it out against Ole Miss. I just don't think Ole Miss is going to be able to compete.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm going to side with Hallett on this one. I There's just no way I'm ever going to pick Ole Miss to win any game. I don't care if they're ranked number one in the nation and they're playing the worst team in the world. Um, <laughs> but,
3: ha- ha- uh, Hail State.
2: <laughs> Hail State. I think killing Mime uh, and, and going to pull this one out.
0: Yep. So Hallett has told me and Danny that A and M, even though they spent all that money on their new stadium, it's actually not a good stadium. It, the I think Hallett uh, has been to a couple games and had terrible seats sitting up in the nosebleeds. Is that right?
1: Yeah, the they pretty much wanted to screw the visitors there. I, I know me and me and him were sitting on opposite sides of the stadium there. Like, and I was sitting up almost toward the very tippy top of an end zone, and it was freezing cold.
0: You know, speaking of that, I, I, that was one of the things I liked. I will say for State, what I did I do like about y'all's stadium is the two giant video boards on both sides, both ends of the field. We went to Auburn, and, yeah, they've got that giant one at one end zone, but then at the other one there's nothing, so – We were down on the end by the Tennessee band, which is all the way across from. So it's, uh, yeah, the video board's huge. But it would have been nice to have one on both sides like State does. So I'll I'll give State a pat on the back for that.
3: Yeah, well, Mike, the average Mississippi State fan is just terribly nearsighted. So we've got to have those video boards so we know what's going on.
0: Mm. I thought it was because of all the replays y'all need. (laughs)
3: <laughs> we got to prove that the refs are cheating us out of every game. Yeah, not, right. that,
0: not that Auburn game, but anyway. Um,
3: oh, boy, don't start that.
0: I'm just saying, terrible angles. It was a two-touchdown swing. Anyway, next game I've got on mine is Alabama. Is Mississippi State at Alabama. Well, now I did co- pick. The que- Oh, you didn't pick? I
3: thought you did. No, no, sir. Okay. A uh, and M gonna whoop that booty. I'm done.
0: Okay. All right. Just make sure. Okay. So the next one I have is State at Alabama. Now we just saw what Alabama did to LSU. We saw what LSU did to Mississippi State. Are either one of you crazy Mississippi State fans actually thinking State's going to win?
2: I absolutely am, Mike. Did Um, you pick them? Oh, yes. They're my pick, for sure. (laughs) Um, Now, the thing is, this doesn't come down to stats or anything. It's Mississippi State plays its best football when absolutely no one thinks that we can win. And uh, this is definitely a game where a lot of state fans are coming into it thinking there's not a shot in the world that we can win. And, uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily believe that we're going to win, but I think we're going to make it close. And if we make it close, there's a chance. So I'm going to take that chance. I'm going to pick Mississippi State this week.
0: Bold, bold, Cotton.
3: Aaron? Aaron? Okay, here's the deal. Everything Abram said is absolutely true. This is a game that everybody is circling as a loss which means we are going to play them close. And if you look at the line and the over under, Vegas thinks so too because that means if Alabama's winning by 24, doesn't that mean and the over under is 53 doesn't that mean we score points?
0: Uh yeah, simple, simple math if, says yes.
3: So if they were going to shut us out, the line would be like 24 and the over under would be like 27 or 30.
0: Yeah, but, but they're, they're going the they're going off Alabama's averages.
3: Okay. Well, I look, I I think that this is going to be a good game. What scares me is that our offense cannot put up points against good teams, and Alabama is going to be the best defense we've played. It's uh, the
0: You're the all is, cutting in and out right now. Oh my goodness. I know. I'm losing all this I, I great think, wisdom you're giving me.
3: I I just said the smartest things I've ever said in my life. But uh
0: <laughs> You cured cancer, didn't you?
3: I sure did. Uh I I think our defense, state's defense is the best defense that Alabama has played yet. That being said, I do still think the I think the line is going to be pretty accurate by the end of the game. But look for a tight game going into halftime. If we can drag this into the fourth quarter, we got a shot. But if it's halftime and it's like 24 to 0,
1: it's it's over. I'm picking Alabama. Thank you, Hallett. As much as I <laughs> hate picking this stupid school, I'm picking Alabama to win just because I feel like no one's gonna beat him this year. I mean, as much <laughs> Albert supposed to play him, but uh, <clears throat> Alabama's just too good. Uh, man, that freaking Tua guy—he's good. I mean, he finally—he finally threw his first interception against LSU, but. Uh, just I I just don't think it's gonna be close.
0: Okay, all the sane people took Alabama. Danny and myself included. I think I've pretty much put it out there why Alabama shut out LSU. LSU only let Mississippi State score three points, seven three. Didn't get to double digits. So Abe's a math guy. What 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 uh formula is that? Uh, you actually cut out on me a little bit there. Oh goodness. Okay. I said Alabama shut out LSU. LSU only allowed what three or seven points against Mississippi State?
2: Yeah, it was not in double digits. I and I said long.
0: you're a math guy, so what formula is that?
2: Ooh, uh you know, I don't I I said this decision's not on the numbers, man. This is not based off of stats. This is just uh I just know Mississippi State plays good whenever everybody thinks we're terrible. So
0: Well, y'all might be able to win. Oh, wait, y'all can't even win the tailgate because it's on the road. Okay. All mm. right, the next game I have is Kentucky at Tennessee. I'm going with – Like I had the formula. Okay, what is it?
3: Uh, it's B plus U times L squared over – S to the H-I-T power.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, We'll let everybody else figure that one out. Um, Kentucky at Tennessee. Uh, y'all are going to see history on Saturday, everybody, because y'all are going to see something that hasn't happened since before any of us were born, and that is Kentucky beating Tennessee in Knoxville. I uh, actually had, took Kentucky, giving up six in my parlay. So, yeah, uh, Danny took Kentucky as well.
1: I think Kentucky's going to win as well. I don't know. It's just, Tennessee got lucky earlier. We're not going to speak about that again. But I think Kentucky bounces back and will
0: Kentucky won't
1: what? I said Kentucky's going to bounce back and win.
0: Okay. Well, like I said, I'm having terrible audio tonight. Cutting in and out. I don't know why I'm running off Wi-Fi. I've never had problems in this apartment before. But, Abe, Abe, are you going to pick Tennessee or –
2: Uh, I'm not picking the underdog in every game here. Uh, I think Kentucky just has a little bit too much going for them, Um, too much good going for them here. Benny Snell uh, is leading the SEC and rushing uh, with just over 1,000 yards on the year. Um, And, you know, with him in that offense, uh, Terry Wilson's playing good. Um, And then you've got guys like Josh Allen on their defense who's going to be a first-rounder whenever he goes into the draft. Uh, there's just too much good happening for Kentucky. I think you're right. It's going to be history, uh, and Kentucky's going to take this win.
0: You know, uh, Benny Snell. I saw this the other day. is one of only f- is one of four running backs to have a thousand yards rushing in his first three years. I would assume the other ones were probably Herschel, uh, George Rogers at South Carolina, and maybe Bo. Maybe if I had to if I had to guess, those would be my three guesses. But and you talking about J- Josh Allen being a first round pick? Matt Miller, who's on Bleacher Report, he's uh, the podcast that Danny listens to. He just did his mid mock draft, and he's got two state guys going in the first round. He's got Josh Sweat going. Uh, I think eleventh overall right now, eleventh or twelfth overall to Detroit, and then he had Jeffrey Simmons go in later in the first round, maybe in the twenties somewhere. So uh, two two key Mississippi State defenders being that are going to be first round picks. Aaron,
3: uh, going Kentucky for sure. Strong team. Wait, we're still talking about Kentucky, right? Yes. Yep. Going Kentucky.
0: All right, next game up is Auburn at Georgia. Hallett. Are you gonna pick with your heart or are you gonna use your head?
1: No, I'm picking with the heart, trust me. I picking first I know I, f- I have a feeling everyone's gonna pick Georgia here. But I I,
0: I... I lost you, Hallett
1: know what's going to happen in a robbery game.
0: Okay, and I didn't so, catch any of that.
1: Okay, sorry. All right, Just start over. Myself. Yep. I'm going to go ahead and pick Auburn. I'm, I would never pick against them, even if we only had four wins on the season. It's a robbery game. It's a Deep south, the oldest robbery. Anything can happen. Auburn's always had those games on the road against Georgia that no one picks from the win, and they'll come out and surprise everyone. But... I think Stidham actually is going to have a good game against them. And I'm going to pick Auburn.
0: Yeah. Uh, Aaron, I tried getting Hallett and Abe into the Jarrett Stidham versus Nick Fitzgerald debate, but they didn't go at it nearly as strong as you and Danny did.
3: Hey, cut out for a minute.
0: Oh, uh, I said I tried getting Abe and Hallett into the Stidham-Fitzgerald discussion, but they didn't go at it like you and Danny did. I don't I guess I don't know why, but uh Danny and myself took Georgia in this game. Uh I think for obvious reasons. Mainly uh mainly Auburn has looked like crap. And Georgia has looked pretty good lately, so even though Auburn did beat Texas A and M, which they shouldn't have, but Aaron
3: Oh boy! The pick I submitted to you was Georgia. Yes, it was. But everything, everything Hallett said is true. This is a this is a rivalry game. Auburn has the firepower to win this game. They can show up and punch Georgia in the mouth. You just don't know if it's going to happen or not. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna change my pick. The this is the official pick anyway, not what's text. No, because you're on the so show I, now. I'm I'm going Auburn. Okay. Come on, Gus. Good Come pick. on, Gus.
2: Abram? Um, yeah, this one's kind of a tough one um, because both teams have uh, really stout defenses. Uh, Auburn's got defense that leads the SEC in tackles for loss. Um, and Georgia uh, has got guys like Deshaun Davis and DeAndre Baker, uh, the Ladder, who's going to be a, another top five draft pick uh, whenever he goes into the draft next year or this year. Uh, so really good defenses. I just think Georgia has the better offense, uh, more balanced team, uh, so they're going to get the win.
0: All righty. That brings up our final game for the SEC slate, and that is LSU at Arkansas. Before I picked, did anybody pick Arkansas?
1: Nope. Absolutely not. Nope, not a chance.
0: Okay. Then I will ask, will the spread be covered? And right now I believe it is at 14 points. I'm picking LSU, but I would not pick the spread on this game. Uh, Arkansas may be a loser, but they have played teams close. I mean, they scored – 31, 32 against Alabama. I think it was the most points Alabama had given up all year. It wasn't the closest game they played, but it was the most points they had given up. And Arkansas and Vanderbilt had a -a score-a-thon. They played A&M close. Now, I know LSU is probably fired up after getting their – they're either going to collapse against Arkansas or they're going to be fired up after that butt-whooping but that spread would scare me. That's why I didn't touch it. But uh, me and Danny have LSU winning.
3: Same here.
2: Uh, yeah, obviously LSU's the pick to go for here. Um, as far as that spread goes, I really think LSU will cover. Um, Arkansas is, 81st, um, is ranked 81st in defenses overall, and that's in terms of yards allowed. Uh, they're up to 3,700 yards on the season. Uh, So, I I think LSU is a good enough team to take advantage of that. And I I definitely think they're going to beat them by more than two touchdowns. Hallett?
1: Yeah, I definitely think LSU is going to win. I mean, I'm looking, I'm kind of looking at Arkansas' schedule right now. I mean, granted, they haven't won wholesale. Come on. But still, um, I I just think LSU is going to bounce back definitely. I think, I mean, I still don't even think LSU has the greatest offense. They just, they just have a stellar defense, and I just don't think Arkansas can do anything against that.
0: Oh, LSU doesn't have a good offense. Uh, that's why the Georgia and the uh, the Georgia game baffles me because uh, Danny and I were talking about this before the game started, and I took Alabama. Uh, I put some money on the game, and I took Alabama at fourteen. And Danny goes, "You're crazy." He goes, "This is going to be a close game." And I, I had to remind him that a close game for Alabama was fourteen points would have been a close game. I mean, they won by twenty-two, but Danny, Danny was all the matchup is Tua versus the DBs. And I said, no, the real matchup is Alabama's offense against LSU's defense because, or LSU's offense against Alabama's defense because I knew, I knew it would, it should have been a good matchup between Alabama's offense and LSU. Defense, LSU's defense. But if LSU couldn't move the ball against Alabama, I knew I knew that fourteen points wasn't ba- wasn't that good or wasn't a terrible pick. I mean, Joe Burrow even in the wins against Georgia and Florida, did they lose? They beat Florida, didn't they? Uh,
1: who did they lose to? Holy crap! Might
0: have been Florida. LSU beat Auburn. I don't know. Joe Burrow, even in the uh, yeah, wins, they, what?
1: They, they lost to Florida. They lost to Florida. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's right. But, I mean, even against Georgia where they blew him out, he still only completes like 50% of his balls. And you can't do that against Alabama. If you can't run, then you have to complete 65 to 70% of your passes. Sorry. So.
1: I mean, LSU has been putting up decent points against teams. But, I mean, when you look at the games that matter on their, on their schedule, they – really didn't do anything. Hell, they beat Auburn on the last second field goal, and only scored 22, and they only scored 19 against Mississippi State. Which yeah. Is something.
0: All right, so I know Aaron might have to duck off here in a second or two or a minute or two. I don't know. His schedule was a little tight tonight. But we're going to discuss uh, some other top 25 matchups. And I'm just looking down. Uh, and and – uh, we're gonna go over I did a little parlay. we might discuss that as well. This one actually has something to do with it, but it's Ohio State at Michigan State. Um, I took Ohio State minus four. I don't hate it yeah I know Ohio State almost lost to per to Nebraska and Michigan State has been playing people close, but uh, I think. I think Ohio State, I don't think that's a terrible for them. I think they should win by a touchdown. And considering Urban, I've heard from people that this could be Urban Meyer's last year because, uh, surprise, surprise, health reasons. A lot of people think this could be Urban's last year at Ohio State.
1: I did not hear about that. Where, Where was that story coming from?
0: uh i i was off of it had to have been off espn or on bleacher report because that's the only things i look at uh probably it could have been the nfl no it wouldn't have been the nfl network it was uh probably it was bleacher report or espn somewhere it was a it was a video
1: i did not know that that's Pretty
0: interesting. Well, now he's got, you know, in Florida it was chest pains and that. And now at Ohio State it's something to do with his brain, uh, brain bruises or something. I don't know what it is. Uh, but, yeah, they're talking about his health declining and this might be his last year. But, anyway, what do you all think about the game and the picks?
2: Uh, for me, I'm I'm going Ohio State, and I think you're wise uh, to take the spread, take them covering the spread. Um, the offense, uh, OSU's offense is tenth in scoring in the nation. Uh, combine that with Michigan State having the 98th ranked passing defense. Uh, yeah, OSU's going to light them up. There's not a chance that they don't cover that.
0: Anybody else want to weigh in?
1: I think Ohio State. Is still, I think they're going to win. I think the only reason the line's so low right now is because they're on the road. I mean, granted, they did almost lose to Nebraska, but – which, I don't know, I think it could have been an off game for them, but I just think Ohio State's got too much of an offense.
0: Now, Aaron, I know you don't follow anything but the SEC and Mississippi State, so do you have a comment? I mean –
3: My comment on this matter, Michael, uh, is one of great magnitude and high significance –
0: you know, your brother was talking some crap about you earlier about your fantasy skills, and he said you give just about as much effort in the family league as you do in ours.
3: That's right, and I've got to tell you, this is uh, just my favorite year to be a participant in fantasy football. <laughs> it, and why is that? It's... uh. It's just not very intrusive into my life and it's great <laughs> so I can do other things that actually matter.
0: A trophy doesn't matter to you?
3: Uh, bragging rights? Not as much as taste. Not as much as taste testing different flavors of bluebell ice cream.
0: Well, you have to choose one over the other. You can't do both.
3: takes a lot of effort man i don't know that's emotional commitment
1: can you at least put a tight end in so i can act like i'm I'm trying to win something
3: i'll see what i can do you know i thought
0: about (laughs) i thought about pilfering aaron's team before the trade deadline but since danny already did that i didn't feel right about it Uh, the next okay, we'll just go down my parlay thing here and talk about this because I mean, I've already picked it, but you know, y'all can tell me if I'm a dummy or not. Let me see if there's another top 25 matchup with two ranked teams. They're actually so Clemson Boston College. I've got this in my parlay, so we can talk about it later on. But the next game I picked was uh Ole Miss at AM, I took the over, which is 67. And the way I do the way I do an over/under is I just divide it by two and say, well, these team, well, the loser at least have what the half is. So, uh, looking at Ole Miss, A uh, and M scored twenty something points against Auburn. Ole Miss could score seventy on you, so I think the over isn't a, an exaggeration there at sixty-seven.
1: Well, what's the over/under on that game?
0: Sixty-seven.
1: Uh, I probably would have picked the under on that one. I don't think it's going to go that high. That's yeah, only Mike, in,
0: I, I... that's a that's a thirty-four to thirty-three game, so a thirty-five or or something like that, thirty-two game.
2: Mike, I don't think Ole Miss is going to score a single point in that game. So I really hope A and M scores all sixty-seven of those because.
0: Nick okay. Fitzgerald uh, threw for over. 241 yards against AM.
2: I know, but Ole Miss is just awful. So, <laughs> um,
3: Sound logic.
0: Sound <laughs> logic. <laughs> That's my reality, and reality is perception. All right. Next up is West Virginia minus 12 and a half. TCU at West Virginia, West Virginia minus 12 and a half. Or 12, sorry. I don't know where I'm getting a half from. I know y'all are big, big 12 fans.
2: Yeah, I really don't know anything about either of those teams. Well,
0: TCU is having a down year, and – Ohio State played TCU and TCU earlier in the year and it was a good it was a good win for them because I think at the time TCU I think TCU started the year out maybe as a top 15 team maybe and they have I mean I think Kansas beat TCU maybe or Kansas State or somebody that shouldn't have I think they scored 13 points against somebody recently so and Will uh, Will Greer just had a Heisman game against Oklahoma State. I can't remember who they played.
1: They just played Texas. Texas,
0: game. that's right. All right, Aaron, we'll see you later, bud. Bye.
3: Night, gentlemen. See you, man.
1: Later
0: what happens when you get married gentlemen you're on a time schedule but yeah oh that's right the West Virginia had ran the two-point conversion to win that was a good ending to that game
1: I had, I had so many pissed off friends of course that game. yeah
0: Hallett picked te- uh, Texas to win I think we I all thought did Texas,
1: I thought Texas was really gonna win that game I like that that ending was just too crazy like, it was going, Going for the two point conversion to win—that's that's ballsy.
0: Well, you saw what uh, Holgerson said, right? No, I didn't. Well, I—I I don't know. I, I just read it. I didn't watch it, but apparently he called it. He—he he was over on the sideline. He said, "Y'all want to f and win? Let's go f and win this thing." And then they ran the two point conversion. So, all right, uh, next game, and this is a ten dollar bet to win twenty two thousand. So. 12 team parlay the next game I have is Vanderbilt at Missouri the over is 63 and I took the over you know why I took the over because the last time Vanderbilt played somebody they played Arkansas and the over under was at 52 and I took the under and Arkansas and Vanderbilt scored 73 points
1: wow Two, two terrible defenses
0: Oh. Missouri doesn't. I, the 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 Florida game is an is an anomaly to me with Missouri's defense. I mean, oh, yeah. they've been terrible.
1: I'm kind of. I don't know. I mean, wait. Did you did you what did you pick on that? The over.
0: The over sixty three over.
1: I could definitely see that happening. I mean, Drew Locke's going to put up numbers against Vanderbilt. It's just if Vandy's offense can keep up, is the question.
0: That's right. I mean, I only need them to score like twenty-one points. Missouri should take care of the rest.
1: True, which I think they, I think they will. But you just never know with. Let me see what they've done this year. I don't, ooh. Yeah, they can do it. I'm not. I'm not too familiar with Vanderbilt's offense, so I don't know how. Let's see. Oh, he's their quarterback's, uh, Shermer. 14 touchdowns, five interceptions. Eh. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I still think Missouri's going to put up at least 40 on them.
0: So Abe had to leave us as well. So it's just Hallett and myself now. Uh, Abe did a good job for it being his first show. And we'll just march on down this list. And next is um, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Over is 80. I took
1: the over. The over is
0: 80. Well, the last game I took Oklahoma with was the Texas Tech game, and the over-under was 72, and they ended up scoring like 90 points.
1: Oh, God. I mean, that game just all depends on how Oklahoma's defense does. They can score points, don't get me wrong, because they do have a – Kyler Murray's a really good quarterback. I think he's going to do good against them, but it's –
0: well, the thing, too, is I think Oklahoma being a one-loss team to Texas, and Oklahoma is fighting Michigan for this number four spot, and Michigan is getting a better, because of their defense, is getting a better ranking right now, I think. So I think for Oklahoma to do it, they've got to win out, but they've got a. They've got to blow teams out. You know what I'm saying? So, even if Oklahoma State struggles, I think Oklahoma is going to start going for big margins of victory like Clemson's doing right now. So, even if Oklahoma State only scores like 24, I think I don't think Oklahoma will stop scoring. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, I totally agree with you. I mean, that, that's, that's the only – the Big 12's not looked upon as a – top tier I mean they're granted they're in the, the power five but it's one of the lower tier conferences you no. don't have that many good teams you only have Oklahoma and West Virginia that's pretty much the best teams like the only way Oklahoma is gonna make that playoff is when out you have to blow teams out and hope that Michigan or Notre Dame or Clemson struggles and loses one
0: right right All right, so the next game is, let's see, what is it? It is Michigan at Rutgers. The over is 48, and I took the over. This Uh, one.
1: I I I definitely would have taken the over. Well, uh, what is. I 40 of those points.
0: Well, Michigan just beat Penn State, what was it, 42 to 7. So, uh, Michigan's probably in the same mode as Oklahoma. They need to score a lot of points as well. I was. This one. This one, and. There's another one I probably. Probably got a little worried about, too. But. I'm just worried this could be a 35-7 to game maybe, you know. But I, Michigan's definitely going to win. I'm just – I don't know if Rutgers can score points to push it, you know what I mean?
1: I agree. I mean, Rutgers, they only won one game this year, and I still think uh, Michigan's only blockade they have right now is beating Ohio State. And I don't know why I can't think of the coach's name. Gosh, I'm
0: – Urban. Thinking. Jim Harbaugh. No,
1: yeah, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, he's, he still hasn't beaten Ohio State yet.
0: No, at the, he was like uh, – what was Didn't it? 1-4-8, 1-7 one in, one in against Michigan – or against Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan State or Wisconsin going into this year. So
1: Something like that. I mean, it they, wasn't they good. Lo- yeah, it wasn't good, and they I mean the only, only loss they had this year is to Notre Dame, which was by a, a touchdown, and it was at Notre Dame.
0: Of course, that was before Notre Dame switched to the better quarterback. So, who's not playing this week against Florida State? So,
1: okay, uh, have too much to worry about that one.
0: <laughs> okay, I took the next one is, I took Kentucky minus six at Tennessee. I don't think this is crazy. Tennessee just beat Charlotte by seven at home. Why is this only at six points?
1: Uh, who knows? Uh, I think it's just because T- Tennessee is the home team. That's the only reason. I don't uh, know why. Th-
0: why this isn't at least ten points, I don't know.
1: No idea. I mean, did I don't know if you were able to even watch that game, even if you could stream it somewhere. And did you watch it?
0: Uh, Tennessee-Charlotte. Yeah. I watched bits and pieces of it. Tennessee, I think, had 20 rushing yards for the game. That's it? Yeah. For, like, the first half, we had negative rushing yards. Wow. Yeah, so it wasn't good. Uh, All right, so the next one, Auburn at Georgia. Georgia. I took the over, and it's the line is at fifty-two.
1: I I totally agree with you on that one. I think I think I don't know Auburn somehow. Sometimes they I feel like they just can't click on offense because they're so predictable. Because I mean, all they're gonna do is what you already know when they're gonna throw a screen pass. So they throw them <laughs> like freaking thirty times a game, and I'm over exaggerating there, but it's just easy to tell what they're gonna do. They they're gonna have to come up with a game plan against them.
0: Well, I think Auburn throws the most, like, is one of the top th- four or five teams in the country throwing screen passes. So,
1: I know. But I mean, I, I would still go the over on that one as well. But right now, the line on this game is Georgia minus 14. I think it's going to be under.
0: Well, uh, Georgia's another team that, with the committee, they've got Georgia's got uh, one loss. Uh, if they lose to Bama and it's a close loss to Bama and something crazy happens like Notre Dame loses or Oklahoma loses in the big 12 title game to somebody or Michigan, you know, if they have blowouts and then they play Alabama to an overtime game or to a, a last second field goal in the SEC championship, maybe they're an at large this year. So uh, Georgia's is another team that's got to score points. So
1: exactly. Exactly. I mean, like, they're, if they lose two, they're done. I just don't think. I mean, because I mean, you got to look at the way Alabama lost last year to Auburn at the end of the year, and they had some magic happen with other teams, which allowed them to get that last at-large bid, number four. I think it was four. I don't, can't remember what they were, but they were able to make the playoff, and we all know what happens after that.
0: Well, Georgia's not done if they lose because they're already in the SEC championship game. And if they beat Alabama and Atlanta, I think they get in. But
1: You think they get in over a one-loss team? Let's say Clemson wins out, or they're undefeated. But They're undefeated. They went out. Notre Alabama,
0: Clemson, out. and Notre Dame are the undefeateds left.
1: So you think they would actually pick, say, if Georgia wins out and they – or say they lose another game? Go in to beat Alabama, that Georgia would make it over like another one-loss team.
0: Yes, because Georgia has beaten Kentucky and Florida, who are two highly ranked teams. Now they did get they would have getting they would have been blown out by LSU, and I'm maybe a close loss to Auburn or to Georgia Tech, maybe if it's a cl- not another blowout but a close loss and then you beat Alabama by a touchdown I think you get in because you beat Al- you beat Alabama who everybody thinks is the best team in the country and you're the SEC champ
1: I agree with that but I still think you have to have a lot you have to have at least like one or two teams in that competition lose cuz if they don't if if everyone else wins out I just I think I still don't think they're.
0: I that. I don't think they can leave out an SEC school though. And then would you put Alabama in over the team that just beat them in a conference championship game?
1: Mm, yeah, I guess I, I guess I see your point. I, yeah, it, it's it's rough. I wouldn't want to be on that committee. See,
0: this is why we <laughs> need eight teams because then it would be easy.
1: Yeah, eight teams. I don't like. They should just do like what D uh, like D two does.
0: Uh, 16 is too many, but eight work. All right. Well, eight works because you have the five power five conferences and then you can give an automatic birth to a power fives, an, uh, a group of five school, and then the two next highest ranked teams or something. See, I think they should have never gone away from the BCS model and use the computers more because people are, are idiots. I mean, yeah, the committee has all the numbers and stats, but. I would rather the computer be looking at everybody's stats and strength of schedule and just spitting out the top four teams instead of people being involved with it. But that's just me. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, you kind of got to look at it, though. The BCS at some – not every year, but at some points it was kind of, like, fishy because, I mean, all right, I know this is – I'm being a homer here, but I know back in 2004 is when the BCS was there. Auburn went undefeated that year. But when the BCS rankings came out, you had Oklahoma and USC one and two the whole year, and as long as they won out, they weren't going to change. Right. But I still feel like Auburn—they were undefeated that year. I Auburn could have competed with any, any one of those teams. I, right. I still feel like they're better.
0: Well, that was the the thing I liked about the BCS was it was either seventy five or fifty percent of your rankings came from the computers, so taking in count like your record against your strength of schedule, other teams records and stuff like that. And like the AP, it didn't matter as much because the AP and the coaches poll were only, you know, didn't matter as much because yeah, then names matter. Like Oklahoma, USC, it matters. Uh, Next game is South Florida and Cincinnati. Both these teams were ranked at one point in the year out of the ACC. no AAC, sorry, American Athletic Conference. Uh, the over on this, the line is at fifty-five. I took the over.
1: Which game? I'm trying to. I'm sorry. It I'm is talking.
0: South Florida at Cincinnati. So. I know. I was. I was trying to look it up too. Just a to, uh, This could be a game. Uh, uh, just going over football and hearing things throughout the year. This is just a game that I, that I took without doing too much research so it could come back to to bite me in the butt
1: You took the over on this one you said? I, I took
0: the over. Uh-huh. I can't I, even, could... I can't even find the American Athletic Conference.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had to kind of like uh circle through this a little bit to find I mean, hey, I mean both these teams Oh, they got I, it listed
0: I, as American. That's why.
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean, the hell. I mean, they're both pretty decent records. I mean, yeah, they USF is seven
0: there? and two, and Cincinnati's eight and one. So. I
1: mean, I'm trying to see how many points. But...
0: Okay, so Cincinnati averages thirty five a game, and USF averages thirty three. USF allows thirty one a game. Cincinnati allows fourteen. So. Even if they play to their averages, it's it, it'll be close to this. 55 is going to be close.
1: Uh, Ooh. I would like over on that one. What's that? With, like, this conference and, like, a lot. I mean, I know U of H is in this, but, I mean, I'm – but I don't follow it so well, but – I still feel like something. They Watching football, and you'll see these schools—they're putting up numbers, and you never know. It could, it could go above that.
0: Yeah. Okay, so my next game, I took Texas straight up at Texas Tech. Uh, the line was Texas minus three. I just, I just took Texas straight up. So. No. It's- uh, hopefully they bounce back after that loss.
1: I think they will. I mean, Texas, 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 they're in a down year. I mean, they have a decent coach. I can't remember his name from the top of my head. but uh, I Cliff know, Kingsbury. Man, yeah, Kingsbury, that's it. Um,
0: the Ryan Reynolds of football, or no, the Ryan <laughs> yeah. Gosling of football coaches.
1: <laughs> yeah. I still think Texas is going to be too much. I mean. I don't know. Texas Tech always surprises people, but I don't know. I still think they're having a down year. I mean, they –
0: They're five and four.
1: Yeah, I agree. Which is average
0: for them. I mean, that's what they –
1: Yeah, that's about average for them. I mean, they don't have Patrick Mahomes, though. I know the last time when they had him, they played pretty well, but I still think Texas is going to be too much for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: line on that 62?
0: Jeez. Yeah, I know. I should have taken the over on that, but. Gosh. So, my next game is Clemson at Boston College. I took the over, and the line was 57. I think it's very reasonable for the score to reach the 70s in this game. Clemson is trying to dominate people right now.
1: Oh, they just freaking put up who they put up seventy against last Louisville. Week? Oh, and they put though.
0: up six fifty. They put up high fifties, low sixties on Florida State. So,
1: well, those right now, both those schools this year are not very good. I don't even know Boston College was ranked number seventeen.
0: Well, you know, they got ranked, and then they dropped out, and then I think they got back in it because they had lost to somebody they shouldn't have. Right right after they got ranked the first time, they lost to somebody that they they, they should have beat.
1: They've lost to Purdue and NC State, which NC State is a ranked team. They only lost by five to them, though.
0: Yeah, but NC State, look up the NC State versus Clemson. Okay. Clemson won 41-7.
1: Uh yeah okay I see it they're on a nice little three game win streak though I don't mean I, I I mean you you never see some of these random teams just pop up and somewhat be kind of kind of relevant I'm right say they're really top tier team but I still think and dude I would honestly yeah I, I would de- I would definitely take the over on this
0: oh definitely oh yeah uh, I mean I
1: think. I think Clemson – I mean, I still – I don't think they're going to score like what they did last week against Louisville, but I still think they'll probably put up like 40-some points. Right.
0: Yeah, it's one of those – these playoff teams, like you keep saying, they've, they've got to show the committee that they're a strong team. So, they've got to keep scoring. They've got to have good margins of victory because it's like you talked about. You've got your undefeateds. And then you've got three or four teams that are vying for that last spot. And then if something – like, say Clemson were to lose in the ACC title game or right before it, then they would be like, well, we blew out all these teams and we just had a bad week. So these guys are still – the top teams are still trying to build resumes. So you got to blow people out. And then the last game, I was a little iffy on this one. But – I took the over with Florida State and Notre Dame, and the the line is fifty two. I know.
1: You better hope Notre Dame puts up ninety percent of those points.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, Florida. It, I mean, this is a uh, this is an old rivalry game from the eighties or nineties. One time when they were both relevant, but. Uh, I mean, Florida State a- is actually averaging 23 points per game and Notre Dame's allowing 19. So, even if Florida State scores 21 and Notre Dame stays with theirs, it'll reach that number. So, if the average is hold, they'll go over this.
1: I just don't think Florida State's a good of a team this year. I mean, they they struggle a lot. I mean, they'll put up a little bit of points. I mean, I'm kind of looking at their schedule now, I mean, they'll put some up. But I think Notre Dame's just too good for them. And well, they
0: lost to NC State 47-28. to They lost to Clemson 59-10. to They beat Wake 38-17. Lost to Miami 28-27. And they won, won at Louisville 28-24. So, even if they have an average game, they should hit the over. But, yeah, Florida uh, – Jimbo knew something. I mean, why else would you leave a a school where you won a national title? I mean, he knew something was going on, just like Urban knew something was going on with Florida, and that's why he, you know, took his year and then went to Ohio State.
1: Yep, I totally agree. I don't know. I mean, Jimbo probably could have just taken the money because, I mean, hell, A&M offered him a boatload of cash just to go there.
0: 70 over seven years, so, yeah. Or is that? I
1: don't know how much uh, is it.
0: Yeah, I don't. It's a lot, mo- lot of money, a lot more than I make. So,
1: no, hell, <laughs> I wish I was making that kind of money. All right, Hallett,
0: you and I are the last survivors of this bad audio podcast for internet <laughs> reasons. But uh, if anybody's listening, still listening, you can reach us out. I didn't check the email for this show, so if someone did send one in, which I don't know who it would have been, but uh, I'll get to them on the next show if anybody sent anything in. But email is Southern Lodge one that's the number one, at gmail.com. Uh, I apologize for the poor audio. Everybody was having internet connection problems today. But we'll catch you all next time at the Lodge. Goodbye.